Are you ready, Katie? Yeah. Are you totally ready for episode 99 of the Fetch Everyone Weekly Podcast? Am I ever? I don't know. Are you? Uh, yes. You are ready. Okay. Katie's here. Sorry, no spoilers. So I'm sure she'll tell you that in a minute. Um, <laughs> but it's episode 99 of the Fetch Everyone Weekly Podcast, as I've just said. FetchEveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers, and everyone else. Some websites put their best features behind a paywall. We do not do that. Everything is free for everyone. If you like what we do, bung us a few quid to support the site. And if you don't like what we do, then that's all right. What you could do if you don't like what we do is suggest a new feature. So if you click the help button at the top of any page on the site, It'll take you through to some contact options for getting in touch with me. And one of those is to just suggest a new thing. Um, I'd say have a look through that list first to see if someone has already suggested something that you've uh, you've got in your mind. Um, but then you can vote up and vote down or just vote. I don't really care if Sideways? that's your thing. Mm, that would be a good new feature to be able to vote sideways. Sorry, I just saw an interesting bird in the garden then, but it's gone. Mm. It was sort of yellowy. Um, anyway, so if you've got some, some reason why the site is not good enough for you, then um, suggest something and we'll try and improve it, if if, if at all possible. Um, but the features and the voting is a really good way for me to stay in touch with what people want um, and hopefully sort of work towards improving the site. But anyway, um, that's a long and rambling introduction to uh, the podcast. And um, what else do I normally say? I say, don't forget to subscribe to it. We're on iTunes and Spotify and all of those other podcast services. Um, and you can also visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast with all your comments, questions and suggestions about the show. Anyway, hello, Katie. Hello. Hey, where are you today? I'm here. Good. I'm here. I'm drinking my tea. And um trying to get one of the contributions to convert to a different thing, but it's very not wanting to do it. But anyway, that's a, that's something I can sort out later. Yeah, you're our technical genius when it comes to putting the <laughs> podcast together, aren't you? To a point, and that point is, it, it's not doing it. <laughs> we all have those moments, yeah. don't we? Like when things just don't seem to like do yeah. what you want them to do. Yeah. And you can't work out why. I am quite pleased with, um, I've, I've taken up um, sock knitting um, and I've been quite pleased with how much I've been able to work out myself through videos. And so some of the videos that were recommended with the pattern I'm using, um, but also just other, other videos and not having to go, Silver Shadow, I'm legs, can you help me? <laughs> too much um because they're the experts um but i'm i'm pleased that i'm kind of and i'm quite t- kind of taking a bit of pride in the kind of working it out for myself in general thing um even if it means the first sock is inside out back to front upside down i think that would be quite difficult because i'm knitting it from the toe up so yeah i'm trying yeah. to imagine like the, like some sort of mobius sock yeah uh that would be cool I mean, the thing that's really important that keeps coming into my mind is that, you know, the heel has to be on the, on the right side. (laughs) Don't you just rotate it? 
Like, come on, you know how to put socks <laughs> well, on there, by now. No, but this pattern has got a, a pattern on the top of the oh, okay. sock. okay. Yeah. What's the pattern? Is it just sort of like a it's... abstract thing or is it like a Gryffindor or...? No, 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 it's not not, not Gryffindor or anything. Yeah, kind of abstract. But mm. it's developed by... Um, well, Winelegs was, was part of the team. Um, it was her idea, I think, actually, the pattern. And... Um, I might have to text her and check that this is okay to say all of this. But anyway, okay. Might have to take this whole chunk out. Yeah. That's fine. Um, but if any of you are aware of um, a lady called Nikki who is on the beanie boat, and she has a business that she runs from the beanie boat, which not surprisingly is knitting beanies. On a boat? On a boat. How do they come up with a name? I know. Um, and she has done a number of um, items during lockdown called Escape Whatever. So these are the Escape socks that I'm knitting. Right. And all of the Escape items have the same pattern and they're lovely. So I'm sure the knitting thread will be aware of these. Mm. Um, and anyone that follows Wine Legs on Instagram will have seen will have seen the process. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. So I remember I, what, what I was talking about now. I've, as usual, waffled on long enough that I've totally forgotten the starting yeah. point. I said that you were our technical wizard putting the <laughs> podcast together and you were struggling to get the file uh, converted oh. into the right format. And so. just to update you on that, it has converted. Lovely, we're a business. Oh, no, it hasn't. Oh dear. Okay. No. Multitasking. <laughs> That's where I guess you're in trouble. Yeah. Gets me into trouble. Um, yeah, so... Um, how about your training this week? How's things been going for you? Um, it's been okay. It's been a, a different week because I've um, replaced some of my usual training with walking. Mm -hmm. um, so I started off the week really well with my yoga and I thought, oh, I'm going to smash it this week with yoga. And then I've really tailed off. So I got a couple done near the beginning of the week and I just haven't done it again, which is really frustrating me. Anyone got any tips for me being more motivated and I don't know making the time for my yoga I gladly hear them because it's annoying me that I'm not doing it more sort of I'd like to be doing it more regularly yeah so yeah um I managed to get out in the river again so that was nice it was quite flowy but you managed to get out of the river as well I got so in and glad. out yeah. yeah so that was also good hence me being here mm-hmm um a couple of runs they were okay the second one i got hailed on and it's quite painful yeah yeah so i i i avoided the morning wind and rain and went out in the afternoon and got hailed on instead pointy little gits yeah 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 so um and i'd say that they were kind of like place marker runs nothing particularly exciting about them i did them Whatever, I'll try and improve this week, I think, a bit on those. Um, and But the walking was great. So the so the walks were all kind of loaded at this end of the week. So I did a three-miler on Friday, which has actually been t put into my training as a 1.7 because what? no surprise, I didn't start my watch. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. And then um, the second one was with wine legs again. And um, when I say again, I mean I'm mentioning wine legs again. So we walked from a village called Turvey and we went um, on part of um, a footpath called the Heritage Trail and then looped back. 
and uh, we ended up with seven miles. It was going to be more like six, but we'd walked through the marked footpath. I would, you know, we, we definitely walked the route of the marked footpath all the way through um, a field which had some really interesting animals in, um, including a herd of deer, some bison, a llama, and some highland cattle with those lovely big horny things. Um, and horns. Got horns. And we got all the way to the end where the gate for the public footpath was and the landowners, presumably the landowners, had padlocked it. So, yeah. boo. That happened to us when we were in Devon, um, when we were on one of our walks, um, and someone had put up an electric fence across the... Yes, I told one about that, actually. Yeah. Mm. What do you do in those situations? Who I do think, you complain well, you, to? You can complain, um, but it then does force them to do something. So it's whether mm. you want to upset people, I suppose. Well, I don't know. It, it, it is supposed to be where people... I'm, I, I know there are people who get very kind of militant about being able to walk on the paths. Yeah. Um, and you've got to think they've done it for some reason, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it begs the question, have they felt the need to secure the gate because of problems they've had, mm. which is really possible. Yeah. And because they've got those animals there, it's possible that some, you know... Somebody's let them out. That's always happening in the or, arches, or, you know, or at the moment, there's lots of stealing of things. I mean, it must be quite difficult to steal a bison. Um, Against its will. <laughs> um, yeah. Trying to imagine that. But anyway, um, they've obviously had reason to do it. So I, I don't think it would be something that I would want to do to complain about it. Yeah. Anyway, it gave us the opportunity to go back through the same field. Back through the same field and then rejoin the path and go the other side of the fence. And then we got a really muddy patch. I mean it was all really muddy, um, but this was probably the muddiest bit, maybe. I don't know actually. Um and back to our cars where I had provided cake. Yeah. Um nice. I've had a bit of that cake when I got back yesterday. Mm. That's nice. Yeah. So over the course of three days, I actually ended up doing 14 miles, I think. That's good. Uh, I'd forgotten to mention, yesterday I walked with Elsie too. And again, I didn't start my watch. So <laughs> it was a four and a half mile walk. I think I've got it in as 4.1 or something. Yeah. Maybe every time you don't start your watch, you should go and do a yoga session. That mm. seems like they'll, they'll feed into each other. Yeah, then. yeah. 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 So it sounds like you've been you've been busy for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a busy busy few days and it's been really nice to get out and see bits of the, the countryside and being away from the hordes of people that swarm around the embankment Priory Country Park at the moment. Yeah. Lovely to see them out. Blah blah, great stuff. But Yeah. Lots and lots of people. Yeah, I like getting there's a certain point on my usual running <clears> route where you you go beyond it and there's just no one is walking beyond that or but you know much rarer yeah it's nice to just get it back into the you know where you can hear the sounds around you and all that kind of yeah jazz. yeah yeah anyway should we do my training yes right okay and then now what's the next segment in the show um oh come on you've done a bit i did a little bit so i mean um i tried a little run walk on thursday 
And so I did a walk for a minute, ran for a minute, walked for a minute, and then I did uh, a couple of sort of two and a half, three minute chunks um, with little breaks in between. Um, and then a, another quite long walk in the middle because there was a railway bridge to cross and some muddiness. And I just thought, right, I, I want to be really careful. So I'm only going to do my, do my running on a nice, even solid bit. So I walked over the bridge and it was really nice being out. Um, but I just felt things start to tighten up a little bit in my calf towards the end. So, um, that is my only, only running of the week to report. Mm. Um, and I've been up with the boys, so I've been quite a way away from my bike, so no nothing. Um, mm. but I've been trying to do some calf stretches, um, and yeah, just getting through those at the moment. Strengthening is the important bit, not the stretching. I meant, I meant lifts, actually, calf raises. You meant strengthening. Yeah, so yeah. I meant strengthening. So, um, three sets of, so 10 on left leg, 10 on right leg, 10 on left leg, 10 on right leg. Um, so three on each leg, um, and then doing that a couple of times a day, um, as and when I remember. Mm. Um, so I need a reminder to do that as well. So perhaps when I do mine, you can go and do some yoga. And if that's getting easy, you could start doing them a bit quicker or stick a backpack on with some weight in it. Yeah. Yeah, cool. But I'd like to get out on the and do some bicycling. Um, well, you can do on. that this week, can't you? Yeah, yeah. It's just um, I I can cope with running in the wind, but like I'm I'm a virtual kind of novice cyclist, so cycling in the wind is something mm. that I'm a bit sort of tentative about. Yeah. Um, but I just need to get on with it, and and traffic as well. The thing I like about running, like I just said, is just being able to get away from everything yeah um whereas you've got to face it and there's so i'm thinking like weekends feel like they're better for that or i want to maybe just think about getting up really early one morning mm. and getting out before the traffic starts that might be nice yeah um anyway so that's it so it's a bit bit lame really from from my perspective well, it's but... not lame it's just that you're recovering from from something and yeah it is what it is yeah, you know, as uh, I'm sure you'd swim the with orange water, open, wouldn't you? As well, yeah, I'd like to do that definitely. <clears throat> so, yeah. Speaking of someone who's doing some cycling because they can't run at the moment, yeah, we have a contribution from the awesome, legendary Fen and Flyer. Here he is. Hello, fetches. Fen and Flyer here. I'm out on my cycle today, which is most unusual. It's normally plodding the streets on my feet having a nice enjoyable run out in the fresh air but no cycling currently suffering from plantar fasciitis unfortunately and uh, having a, had three weeks off two weeks of that was snow and uh, I've now taken up cycling for the last week anyway Dropped the car off for a service this morning and the chap says he's going to be a couple of hours but luckily I'd taken my bike with me and uh, I'm out of my cycle. I've already clocked up 12 miles and uh, really enjoying being out in the fresh air, listening to a few birds, being out on my own and just having lots of fond memories actually. Just cycled through an old village that I used to live in as a child and uh, one of my previous running routes I've done that and uh, 
when I got to the river bank instead of turning left as I would have done when I was running I mount my cycle and I can go twice as far in the same amount of time as I would when I was running and I diverted up and uh, went to the very small town of Crowland and Crowland Abbey and the Trinity Bridge I shall be putting a blog up and showing photographs of Trinity Bridge and a uh, little bit about Crowland Abbey and if you're ever in the area there is a Crowland Park run and Crowland Abbey is in the sights of uh, Park Run and it's very very nice lots of history to it as I say I'll do a blog and uh, put that up but I've probably got another 12 20 miles or so to go I've no idea I'll go wherever the bike takes me put in a few more miles get a call from the mechanic and tell me my bike's ready and my car's ready to pick up and go home from there so anyway, I might catch up with you later fetches but if I don't take care of yourselves hopefully we'll soon be in a better situation for us all and uh, we can get out and do more but until then take care look after yourselves and all the best bye fetches Thanks, Venom Flyer. Uh, I hope your car made it through the service just fine. And um, yeah, that really sort of rang a lot of bells with me. Um, when I first started running, I liked how it gave me a bigger radius of places where I could go and explore. Um, and that led to the things like Conquer Size and all that. And, and cycling just opens up a whole nother radius uh, of places where you can go. So um, yeah, it's pretty good fun. Um, going and exploring different places and maybe not even sort of working out which way you're going until until you get there mm -hmm. um, So long as you don't stray too far away from home that you can't find your way back. Yeah, I think I'm I'm just so nervous of cycling that um, And especially as you've mentioned with the traffic that we have around here and probably a lot of people mm -hmm. have um, It just feels a bit nerve-wracking but it really is nice to find something that you do enjoy doing instead of running when you can't run mm. um, for me that's probably always going to be swimming um, as long as I've got the ability to do that um, but yeah I can relate to the the feeling of wanting to to replace it and getting out on the bike it's nice and you do get to see places that you wouldn't see or you'd you see them a lot quicker than you would see if you were running or yeah. on foot like I said last week, the the slower you go, the the more you see mm. in a in a smaller radius. So there yeah. is that as well. But yeah, yeah. anyway, yeah. thank you very much, Venerable. Yes, thank you indeed. Cool. Thanks for your comments on the podcast thread, everybody. Um, much appreciated, and um, it was nice to see lots of you. I really enjoyed hearing the sea in Sharky's piece. I think a lot of us are just yearning for different places and different sounds and things at the moment. So it is a real treat. Um, so seaside fetchies, uh, mobilise yourselves and get down to the sea for us. That would be wonderful. Um, and also lots of lovely kind of welcome back. Lovely to hear you. Perfect length of podcast, that sort of thing. So um, thanks so much, guys. And um, it, yeah, it's nice to be back. I really enjoyed doing the podcast last week. And I don't want to speak too soon, but I'm quite enjoying it this week too. Yeah, so far so good. So far so good. Um, so would you like to talk about your site features now? Yeah, okay. Um, well, I've been, one of the things I've been doing this week is a bit of sort of spring cleaning, if you like. 
Um, I got a message from the server company to say, um, could you clear out some files, please? Um, nice. So they have like a, a set of alarms that go off if uh, the, you know, the amount of space falls below a certain uh, percentage or whatever. Mm. Um, so it was a good opportunity to go and clear out some stuff. Um, it, is a, it is a box with a finite amount of space in it. Um, and so I like to go and have a little trim down every now and again. Um, so that's been one of those inevitable tasks that doesn't necessarily produce anything that you can see on the site, but is a, a necessary part of the maintenance. Um, but there is a, a one new feature, which um, a lot of you voted for actually, and that was that you can now rotate your images. So if you upload an image to the gallery, um, and you go look at that image, there is a rotate left and rotate, rotate right buttons just above the image. Um, and they do exactly as you might imagine they would. So for the avoidance of all doubt, Katie, what do you think those buttons do? I'm going to go with um, rotating the image. Yeah, left and right. But which one does which? No, I'm not going to ask you that. Um, so that's a little feature to look out for. Um, but I also have some exciting news. Oh, what's um, that, Ian? If you are a member of Fetch Everyone Running Club, or if you've ever thought about becoming a member of Fetch Everyone Running Club, um, we have... <laughs> we can leave that one in. Katie's making random noises with her computer every now and again. That's okay. That's cool. Okay, I'll stop now. Yeah. The man next door who um, we interviewed him back last summer when he was doing his uh, big virtual cycle ride for... Mm. Uh, um, for children's charities. Mm. Um, I hear his email bong. Um, an yeah. email bong? That would be an interesting... <laughs> I can hear that go off every now and again, so yes. I always know when he's got a new email. But um, Anyway, that sounded like a delete a delete noise. It wasn't, actually. It sounded like maybe then, like, you shouldn't have done that noise. Guess the noise. <laughs> the mystery noise. Katie's mystery noise. That could be a... It, yeah, it wasn't a delete and it wasn't, what was the other one? I've done something wrong. No, it wasn't that either. Okay, all Sorry, right. Sorry, you don't know your Mac noises. No. Questions, uh, leave your uh, leave your uh, suggestions. Yes, On please the podcast do. thread. Very interesting. <laughs> anyway, so, anyway, we've got some exciting news for members of Fetch Everyone Running Club or people who are thinking about it. Um, we've been given a grant from England Athletics for £500. Um, and so I got an email from them back in December and it said, uh, apply now for uh, this potential funding. Um, and it was all about sort of uh, engaging members of your club with uh, with running and, and you know getting them more involved and everything like that. So... Um, one of the things that I thought would be pretty awesome is if we can get some people to get some coaching qualifications. So I applied and said, what I'd really like to do is, um, I think leadership in running fitness, which is the one day course, um, that's about 140 quid. And then the coaching in running fitness, I think is more like 350 quid. So I thought what we could do is put one person through LURF. Mm -hmm. and one person through curf or surf or however you want to pronounce that mm -hmm. um but that's a that second one is a four-day course where you you get properly into the coaching aspects and, and learn some good stuff um so what i want to do is open that up to anybody who's a member or like i'm 
the new club year starts at the start of April. Um, so I thought it'd be a great way to encourage people to come and join FERC. Um, and also the people who are uh, members, I thought you could all uh, vote on who you'd like to um, get these qualifications. So I'd like to see people submit their nominations uh, as to why they'd, uh, or not their nominations, but they put themselves forward for it. Mm. And then people can vote for whoever's pitch is the, their favourite. Um, and the person who gets them, then the idea would be that if you can maybe call into our uh, FERC thread once a week or something like that, and, and maybe give some guidance to the other members of the club. Yeah. And then uh, and then we're just a little bit more than a, a virtual club. Um, we can actually offer a little bit of structure to some people's training. So yeah. um, that's what's coming. So I'm getting all that stuff ready. So don't put your hands up just yet, but I'll be emailing literally everybody about this. Um, but there you go. Exciting, huh? It is very exciting. Yeah, yeah. it's great to have people on board who've been through the process of, of coaching and um, and then it will be really nice if they can come and, and give a little bit to the club online because there's bound to be people who are part of Fetch Everyone Running Club because they can't get to a real club mm. and but would really like sort of coaching input. Yeah. Um, so that would be really good. And I think, I mean, I've done the leadership in running fitness, really enjoyed that, found it very useful indeed. Um, and then I went on to do my try coaching, the first try coaching course, um, level one. And um, I've, been, I've been really enjoyed putting that into practice as well. So it's really cool. good. Yeah. So hopefully it's a it's a win all around, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. So look out for that, Fetchies. I wonder if BTF do a similar grant thing. Yeah, that's a good point. I can I can certainly check on that. Yeah, cool. cool. Lovely. We usually, unless you've got more site features. No, that's it for site features. Okay. We normally talk about our recommendations and I'm going to recommend um, a thread that I rarely post on, but I dip in and out of now and again. And it's the Woof, Bark and Also Wine thread, which is the dog owner's thread. And uh, it's really useful. It's got lots of sort of different discussions going on. So for example, I've been looking at the last few pages and there's there's some puppy problems there's some older dog issues and and things like giving supplements which we actually give our dog for well it was for really for my dog for her for her knees the the supplement that we give which is called you move um it's kind of fish oil really isn't it it's a fish oil yeah actually i think we started giving it to her for her skin, skin mm. but actually it is also for for joints as well mm. Um, but because Stephen really liked the smell of it, he gets it too, doesn't he? Yeah. He loves it. It's a little it. squirt. It's their sort of ketchup. Um, so anyway, but the thread's really nice, very friendly, lots of different perspectives. Um, and if you are a dog owner, I'd also highly recommend you watching uh, Dogs Behaving Very Badly with Graham Hall, the dog uh, dog trainer or dog whisperer or whatever you want to call him, really. Yeah. Behaviorist, I suppose. Yeah. A few caveats. Um, there's only about seven minutes of unique footage in every episode. Uh, and secondly, it's always the owners who yes. are doing something wrong. Yeah, so, so he's called a dog behaviourist, but he, he basically understands that the dog's behaving because of something the owner's doing wrong. Yeah, so um, yeah, he always gets them to realise, oh, so we've encouraged this behaviour, yeah. that's it. 
And some of the behaviours that the dogs are doing are so extreme and you just think, oh, Graham, you've really got your work cut out for you. He's here. never going to do it this week. <laughs> and then he comes in and he says to the owners, OK, just ignore that and only give praise when they're not doing it. And the owners go, oh, that's never going to work. And then no, anyway, I've, I've basically just told you the plot to the entire... In less than seven minutes. Yeah. Done. But anyway, so I really recommend the thread if you're a dog owner and especially if you've got a puppy because there's lots of experienced people on the thread. Um, and I also recommend that program. We love it. Yeah. Um, I've got a thread to recommend mm. as well. Uh, it's a brand new thread and it's called the Bristol Bridges Challenge. Um, and my ears perked up mm. like a couple of perky ears. Um, so if you've never heard of the Bridges Challenges before, um, then they're great. It's uh, a bunch of fetchies turn up at a place what has got a lot of bridges and they run over the bridges once only, if possible, for each bridge. Um, and then they, you know, go and eat some food together or do whatever. So um, there's tentative talk, I've used that word a lot today, about um, one in Bristol um, and that's that would just be amazing for to go down and, and do that because I love Bristol. Um, so keep an eye on that thread if you're in that part of the, the world or would like to travel to it at some point in the future. Yes, in, in the our future glorious when, future. When we're allowed to do when yeah. we're allowed to do those things, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Inching. We're inching, mm, aren't we? We are. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So that's it. So good look out for that one. Lovely. Well we've got some featured fetchies now. We do. We're still working through bundles of uh, contributions from people. Um but first up we've got Ness who is talking about a race memory from twenty twelve. Hi everybody, Fetchy Ness with a race memory. My my race memory comes from the twenty fifth of March uh twenty twelve. It was uh, a spring half marathon that I'd uh, booked well in advance. Um, but unfortunately, in the week before the race, I'd had a bit of a scare with something that I thought was uh, 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 appendicitis. And I'd spent a night in A&E a couple of days before the race, so um, it was always going to be a bit dodgy. Even when I woke up on the morning of the race, I wasn't sure that the race was going to be an option. I, I'd felt better than I'd done for about a week, so I decided it was least worth trying to... Uh, get to Loughborough and see what the race was like. Um, Mr Ness decided to come with me. His theory was that if I collapsed en route, he'd have had to drive all the way to Loughborough to get me anyway, so he might as well be there. We parked up and arrived in plenty of time, and then I did my usual search for the loo. Well, we always do that, don't we? The public loos weren't far away, uh, but when I wandered in there, I found that you needed a 20p to get through the barrier. There were already a group of three other women lurking around at the barrier, trying to calculate whether it was vaultable. Um, but, of course, you could risk injuring yourself doing that, jumping over the barrier. In the end, we came up with one 20 pence piece between the four of us, put it in the slot, and all charged through the barrier together. <laughs> this upset the attendant no end. She was renamed the toilet police by one of our barrier-crossing brigade. Uh, but, of course, she entertained us no end and we ended up uh, nipping to the loo and, and wandering out, giggling very loudly, which must have, been a look, must have looked a bit odd as we, uh, as we left the public toilets. But we didn't care. 
Um, after that, I steadfastly ignored the uh, call to the warm-up because I knew I needed to save my energy for just actually completing the race or actually even just getting to the start. Um, I wrote in my blog that it wasn't a particularly uh, promising start either. Uh, it, uh, the route of the race ran through some quite boring housing estates. But then it um, wound into the college campus and some really beautiful parkland. Um, I uh, managed to uh, stick with it and uh, was uh, quite pleased to see the Paula Radcliffe Stadium near the, uh, near the finish line. Um, the race was, uh, the course was actually a bit short, so in fact it wasn't really a half marathon, but I finished and I was pretty pleased with the time considering. Um, and that was it really. I never went back to Loughborough. So uh, the toilet police haven't been able to get me since. Anyway, here's to having uh, more fun races in the future for all of us, dear fetches. For now, bye-bye. Thanks, Nurse. I think we've all experienced toilet um trauma trauma issues and also kind of like really wanting to make sure that there is a toilet available before a race because it's just when it comes down to it it's really important isn't it to get yeah that you, stuff done you've got to get there and you've got to get in the queue yeah for whatever yeah so that's got to be your first priority you've got a time getting in the queue right so that you know you get to the front before the start of the race but you don't need to go again Yes, it's all very important. Well, yeah. thank you very much for your race memory and hopefully we'll all have some events that we can take part in this year. That would New be lovely. memories. New memories. Yeah, indeed. Um, yeah. Moving on then, we've now got, I hope, we might have to cut this entire bit out, <laughs> but I hope we've got an interview between um, RFJ, who's a member of the month in one of the months I think recently. October or November... Of last month, so we're yeah. of last month. No, not of last, last month, year. Of last year, so we're slowly catching up with those. Yeah, and but he's being interviewed by Chunky Wizard. Yeah. In this excerpt, the reason I'm saying I'm hoping we've got it is that I cannot get the online converter to convert it to an MP3 at the moment, and I don't know why. Okay. So I don't know whether it's the size of the file or what, but I might have to pass that over to you. Okay, all right, we'll, we'll get it sorted one way or another. Um, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. So here they are, and we haven't listened to it yet. I will listen to it in the editing process, So, um, but looking forward to it because RFJ has been around a good long time, and, uh, yeah, I'm sure he's got some really interesting things to say. This is Chunky Wizard reporting from FetchEveryone.com, the free-to-use website for runners, cyclers, swimmers, and everyone else. With me in the virtual studio today, we have RFJ, winner of Member of the Month from October 2020. Hello, RFJ. How are you today? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you, uh, Chunky Wizard. Much appreciated. Uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm, uh, I'm not at work because I'm shielding, because I'm delights of MS. And we'll talk a little bit about that later on. Yeah. Um, so maybe uh, for the people that don't know you, we could just start with a, a, a few words about, uh, about yourself. Okay, certainly. So RFJ is obviously a pseudonym. Um, stands for Run for Jesus, which backs up my my running faith and my Christian faith. Um, I would say running, but I don't run anymore because uh, I suffer from MS. Um, and as a, as a result, I've had to give up running to kept uh, pavement testing. So um, and that hurts. 
a little bit because uh, when you when you tend to bounce off the uh, off the ground, it uh, yeah. you uh, you tend to come off a little bit worse. Um, I was, you're doing I, you're doing uh, doing cycling now, I see from the uh, from the questions, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm doing a lot of uh, I've bought an exercise bike. Um, as actually the wife suggested getting an exercise bike because it's hard to fall off something that's stationary and doesn't actually move. <laughs> <laughs> so, I haven't fallen off it yet in four months. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. That, 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 that's, that's a really positive start on that. But I, I do go out walking with, uh, with poles, um, but unfortunately I still do fall over So um, with those, but that's why. Means I can get out and I can still do the virtual park runs on my park run addict. I've got over 500 normal park runs. All right, didn't know that about you. I didn't know that. I'm, I've got done about 300 myself. So, uh, so yeah. And I'm and I'm currently on 48 out of 48 virtual park runs with Swindon Community Running. All right, good stuff. Good stuff. So uh, let's get into some questions. I've got a question, first of all, uh, which wasn't on the list, but I uh, thought I'd ask anyway. Um, so how come you got the uh, the Halo badge? I'm a bit of a badge collector. and I'm a bit jealous of your uh, of your unique badge. <laughs> the, the, uh, it's a one off. It is a extreme rarity of one. <laughs> uh, Fetch gave it to me. He honoured me. It was I'll tell you the story. That was actually my very last run, or after my very last run with my daughter, um, and because my last three runs, I was actually really blessed to be able to run with my son, then my wife, and then my daughter um, over three three different days. And uh, afterwards, we were sat in Costa. Um, this was before the second lockdown, or lockdown, yeah, before lockdown two. Um, so it was October, um, and we were able to go into Costa. And uh, we we didn't realise she just took the picture, <laughs> and we saw that the halo was there and made it the profile picture. And Fetch picked up on it, and uh, being being Lord Fetch as Lord Fetch is, he uh, he gave me the, the halo badge. So that's wow, where wow. the halo badge came about. Very good, very good, excellent. Okay, so we're going to uh, run through the questions uh, off of the off of the website now. So we'll start with. The first question, which comes from Fenland Fire, he asks, uh, he says, congratulations, RFJ, you reached a thousand miles running and have now taken up your exercise bike. What drives you continue exercising while faced with balancing issues? Yeah, so this is obviously very much related to my MS. So um, many, many thanks, Fenland Fire. Um, we're on the, the thousand mile thread. I'm still on the thousand mile thread, even though I don't uh, do the running, but uh, they said don't leave. Um, so uh, kudos to the Thousand Running Thread, they're, they're, a, they're a fantastic bunch on, on there. Um, and again, obviously the MS does cause me the, the, the issues and the balance issues, hence why the exercise bike, you know, has come on. Um, and it's a great option with walking because again, the part of my problem is I like my food too much. So um, I need to obviously get some of the weight off. Um, but again, it allows me to burn the, burn the calories. Um, it's also a bit of a stress buster, um, and again, it's a case of just keeping out there and keep doing it. And as long as I can, I want to be doing something. Um, so yeah, it's don't know how long it's going to be, but yeah, just keep fighting it. 
Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, see. Um, so next question is from Marky Mark Mark. He asks, he says, congratulations, RFJ, well-deserved member of the month. If you could cycle anywhere in the world, where would you, you be taking your bike and why there? OK, again, thanks, uh, Marky Mark Mark. Um, again, uh, another another strong candidate off the thousand mile thread um, and, and support. Um, I hadn't really thought of this before because I've not really, I'm not, I've never called, called myself a biker and I've done more miles on my exercise bike. Um, we were due to go to, to Cyprus next month, uh, no, April. So mm -hmm. That's all been cancelled. As as most things, right? <laughs> as as most, because I, you know, I, I love Cyprus when I was in the forces. I, I went there and I'd, I'd love to sort of try and get up Mount Trudos on a bike. I, I doubt that's going to happen, but that's still a, a pipe dream in the head. Mm. Uh, but again, it's, you know, it, it, it's trying to see what's there. Um, and yeah, I, I, I want to try and do sort of half marathons, marathons on the bike and see what times I can produce. Um, I've certainly done half marathon at a third click. I think I'm down to about 46 minutes now um, for a half marathon on the on the exercise bike. Oh, excellent see how that once a, the better weather comes i will be a fair weather cyclist <laughs> as am i uh, as am i um i i will try and do sort of the, the marathon distances and see what i can do on that as well i haven't quite achieved a marathon on the on the exercise bike yet but so it's going to take a bit of effort a bit of time and, and make sure that the bum is uh, ready for, for it as well <laughs> okay excellent so uh, next question is from RRR Kaz. He says, congratulations, RFJ. If you were given a golden ticket to a sporting event, what would you choose to watch? Uh, again, that's a, a fantastic question. And thanks, uh, RRR Kaz. Much appreciated. Um, obviously, this takes thought because there's so many events out there that you could want to do. I, I think for me, uh, um, you know, and it's, it's it's one that I'd really love to 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 look at, and again, I think because there's so many events, I would I would love to do one of the Diamond Leagues, or even a ticket to all the Diamond Leagues. <laughs> yeah, nice. A, a tour around, so you can actually see. And again, I think you know it's one night. There's so many events. There's so many stars, and actually. Yeah, I know it's not the Olympics, but you, you get some fantastic. And again, the amount of world records that are broken in in, in those events um, are, are are amazing. Because again, I think that's where they use the pacemakers and everything else. And it's a little bit different, and it's it's all about the winning, but also about as fast as you can possibly get. So I think think that. And again, if it's to be non-running, it would have to be um, Mike Oldfield in concert or Jean-Michel Jarre in concert. I've seen the latter in concert. Yeah, stunning. That must have been epic. Uh, I, I like a bit of Jean-Michel Jarre myself and I've seen some of the, the videos of the uh, of the events he's done and uh, yeah, I, I like to do that as well, but uh, <laughs> maybe a little way, a little way off at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Excellent. So uh, next question is from Westmores. She says, congratulations, RFJ. If you could meet anybody past or present, who would it be and why? OK, so again, many thanks, Westmores. Much appreciated. Um, I'm going to answer this twofold. As, a, as I know 
I will meet the main person I want to meet when I die, and that's Jesus. That's down to my faith um, and everything else, and it's something that I hold dear. So, you know, that that is, you know, as I said, as my avatar name says, RFJ, run for Jesus. And I, I don't hide away from that. Um, I never will, um, because that's, that's very much who I am. Um, and again, not that I can run anymore. But I do run the race marked out for me, which is also based in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 to 2, um, which is, you know, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus and, and run the race marked out for you. Um, but again, the other person I'd love to meet and see in concert is, is Mike Oldfield. Never seen him in concert. Would love to see him in concert. Um, you know, but again, I know that he's, you know, he takes me to places where I can chill and, and get sorted out. Other notables that I would like to have met, you know, Billy Graham, the great evangelist, sadly died a couple of years ago. Um, again, again Nick, Nicky Cruz, um, who is still alive. Uh, he was a, a, a gang, gangland warrior in New York back in the late 50s, early 60s, and then became a Christian. And, and again, probably one of the, the better known athletes who's become a Christian um, as well, but always has a smile on his face, Chris Sakabusi, and have actually met him. Um, at, at a church service many many years ago, um, when he was still running. So, uh, but they're there for their fields and their backgrounds and forwarding the, the the word of God. So, so yeah, so they're they're the sort of people that I would like to meet. So, yeah, yeah. thank you for the question. So, uh, and then um, our last question um, of the day comes from Hills of Death Hod. He says, "Congratulations, RFJ. It's a shame your running won't be the same um, as if you as you've had some great runs. What's the highlight of your career?" Oh, thanks, uh, Hod. Yeah, um, much appreciated. We, we you, I know we chat quite regularly on uh, on Facebook and stuff. Um, so yeah, and uh, you know, thanks for the friendly abuse of football and and falling. It keeps us going. Um, I suppose the highlight and pinnacle of career came within sort of eight days of each other. Um, the first being at the end of my marathon training. Um, I was in taper mode. Um, I was getting ready to run Halstead Marathon. I've been coached by uh, a very good friend of mine um, who's who's very loud. Um, those that, that know know that person will know immediately that I'm referring to Gobby, the Dark Lord. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, I know. So I, I realised we're we're actually quite close physically located. So I'm in Wokingham, and I know yeah, you're yeah. you're around Swindon, right? Yeah, right. yeah. So um, I I see him at races, so I know exactly what you mean there. Yeah, no, no. Um, I, I've been friends with 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 Gobby for for many many years, and uh, he basically told me one day, he said, "Look, he says, stop trying to crack three thirty, you wuss. Um, you 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 you." <laughs> You, you can do, you know, 3.15 easy. Um, and, then, and he said, if you listen to me, I'll do it for you. And, and so we did. And um, actually, the, you know, he, he, he is very much part of this. And, you know, I hope he doesn't mind me talking about it. I'm sure he doesn't. Because actually, you know, the, the day that I'm talking about, actually, I, I towed the line with him at a um, Southern Athletics League meeting. Um, he was running for Team Kennet. I was running for Andover AC in the 5,000 metres on the track. And let's just say for the first couple of laps, I was surprised that I was able to keep with him 
Um, <laughs> he seems a lot fitter than me, a lot faster. But then he just stepped off the track, um, and unfortunately, that's a you know a story for him to tell. But um, he had to step off the track because he had actually broken his leg with a stress fracture. <laughs> so, not nice, but you know, through through that, I able I was able to carry on, um, push through, and I was running for the B team. And bearing in mind, you've got eight runners in in total. Um, for the A team, eight runners for the B team. I came fifth out of 16. Well, 15, because somebody didn't finish. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, and that then basically led to a, a lovely time of 1746. Uh, um, that's impressive. I'm in awe of a time like that. Yeah, so, you know, that that's still my fastest time to date. And then literally eight days later went to Halstead with, with a couple of fetchy friends Solitude Fairy and Monty they supported me and um, and yeah perfection um, smashed the, the 315 smashed the 314 for, for a 313 and uh, yeah so it just goes to show I'd knocked 20 minutes off my marathon time of listening wow. to somebody to do the right things which basically meant do your speed work hard and well and don't, you know, mess about with it. But the long runs, don't kill yourself on the long runs. Slow it down. And by slowing it down on my long runs, made sure that I'd got the energy in the tank come marathon day. So, yeah, the, the biggest tip there is do your short stuff, you, you, your fast stuff fast. But when it comes to marathon training, you know, and, it, and the, the long runs, you know, look at it at least a minute and a half to two minutes slower per mile. Yeah, you wise know. words, wise words indeed. Um, yeah, very much to do that. Um, so, um, and obviously, um, you know, the other one as a, as a footnote um, was obviously highlight the career is it was doing Kent Road Runner marathons mm. and being a reverse runner. So again, comes back to the halo badge a unique person i was the only person that did the 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 um the reverse run up until i couldn't do it and then somebody else did it but uh, it was only one of us per race and we went the the 20 laps for the first race and then the 17 laps for for, for the other races the wrong way around cheering <laughs> absolutely loved it <laughs> excellent good stuff well, RFJ, uh, we've reached the end of the questions from all our fetches. Thank you very much for the interview. Um, I've there any... got a more questions actually on on here on on my list. Ah, okay. Well, I don't have them on my list. Go uh, ahead. Tell us what tell us what you got. So we've got from Sumbero. Um again, good friend of mine. I met him at, uh, at Andover AC track um, when he was doing some temping, and he he asks. Um, what would the best punishment for Adam Owner Lookman's penalty miss? A. Lick Donald Trump on the left cheek, or B. Lick Boris Johnson on the right cheek? Uh, <laughs> so again, this is to do with football, and I support Fulham. And uh, so I came back and said, "Yeah, thanks, Dave. Very much appreciate your support's been invaluable over the lockdown virtual races." And again, Dave and Sombero set up some really good lockdown races, um, the Penguin Penguin Plod and. Uh, uh, and the seven C's seven, um, they're really, really good. But again, um, I said there, in, in relation to his question, there should also be a C. And I said both. 
Um, and the same goes for Cavallero too. Um, take care and keep printing. <laughs> Excellent. I have now found the extra questions. This was a printer error, I think. So I printed out <laughs> my questions and they just stopped. But now looking at the website, I've got them. So our seamless interview is now going to uh, carry on and I can carry on with a couple more questions. <laughs> glad you glad you uh, pointed out to my error there. So I've got another question from Steve45. He asks, great to see you um, get member of the month. Are you ever nagged to stop doing your physical stuff by anyone? And is your food intake diet changing now that the roads aren't eating your calories? Thanks, Steve. So much appreciated. And again, you know, a, 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 a keen, keen poster on a thousand mile thread. You're getting a, a, a feel of things here, getting supported from certain areas. Um, but no, really much appreciated. Um, so, yeah, just to get the Mickey taken out of me by my friends and others saying that I should give up the running basically because of the falls. Um, I wouldn't call it nagging. Um, my sister was probably the most vocal in that, saying, go on, put your glasses on when you run. and you know, all of that. Um, but again, I also used to have a Mr. Bump t-shirt as well. That's <laughs> yeah, and uh, that caused quite a bit of hilarity. If it's any consolation, I fall over and I haven't got MS. Fall over all the time when I'm running. So <laughs> Yeah, it was, well, it was even worse when I was sort of doing cross country and things. I could, I could fall over. I even fell into a tree once. And took, <laughs> took the shoulder out and uh, like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> You know, sure that trees weren't mentioned, you know, could, I can imagine trees jumping up in front of you underneath, but to the side. <laughs> um, I was trying to overtake somebody at the time and I, I misjudged the tree in my shoulder. Um, Cross country is a bit like that. I've had some big mishaps yeah. slipping in mud down slopes and stuff. So I think it's not only you. Yeah. And I, th I think obviously, you know, I've always, you know, going back to the question, I've always struggled with weight um, and I, and again, I, now I've, I've probably put about a stone and a half on in the last sort of three months, three or four months. I've given up running um, because I still like my food. I still eat my food because I can't run. I'm comfort eating. So it's mm. one thing after another. And again, because I can't work, I always want to comfort eat the depression and everything else. So but again, all I will say is just keep fighting. And that's what I do. So I get on the bike or get out for a walk when I can. Um, you know, that's not always easy because, again, I've got to be careful of the fatigue levels of how I feel. Um, mm. So it's very much tying it in. And even when I do jump on the bike, some days I'm just there pedaling in just a very low setting. Mm. Uh, and you get off it after 45 minutes and you've only burnt 100 calories. Whereas if you've been running for 45 minutes, you'd burn six, 600 odd calories. Mm. So, again, yeah, it, it's very difficult. Um, just to tie it all together and yeah it's it's hard but yeah, keep fighting yeah so um i've got one more question have you got one more question yeah got one. okay pot hunter asks uh, congratulations your log your log shows to twenty six thousand four hundred twenty four miles is there one mile in all of those that stands out for you um yeah i think there is so many thanks, Pot Hunter. Much appreciated. There's, there's one outstanding mile that I can recall, and that's the, the Fetch London mile in April 2009. So this was all around the same sort of time that I'd, I'd got the, the sort of 1746 at, um, at Andover. 
for the 5000 and, and the, the 313 marathon time so I was probably in a, the best form of my life at that time yeah and again fetch London mile there was so many of us there I, th- I think there was literally I think there was about 30 40 of us and uh, so yeah we we you know we I've been training well um, I was, I'd gone up with my son as well junior um, who was running at the time and we were just at the crossover point where I could beat him on any good day, but he could also beat me. So mm. he was in what fourteen? Yeah, he'd have been about fourteen at that point. So, and it was really just always nip and tuck <laughs> where the you know who was who was going to win. Um, but again, on on this particular day, my I, I'd got a, I had a plan to basically run you know um, eighty two to eighty five seconds a lap, uh, and then just try and really go for it um, and I'd always found when I when I've done um, mile events on the track the second lap is always the hardest because you're at stage the first lap you go off fast and then the second lap you're like well have I gone off too fast do I need to slow down do I need to keep going and I always find the second lap is always my slowest lap pretty much. really okay um, and, and so and, and so it happened um, on this time. I was aiming for 5.30. Um, so obviously, toe line, you know, too fast, too furious. First lap was was 1.24, so 84 seconds, perfect. Second lap did did drop, but only to 85. Very and good. Drop, but yeah. then uh, came back with a 1.23, and then uh, somehow managed to put the afterburners on for the fourth lap of, and do a... A 75 second lap which i think is probably a pb even at 400 meters <laughs> for me yeah. um which which gave me um a 529 um junior followed closely behind with a 545 which was a pb for him at the time so but it's nice that obviously i got my time but i also beat him which, which was good um i think also you know i've just got to you know there's multiple i did my multiple pacing that day as well after that which was good fun and seeing other people get get their times mm. pacing. something I've always loved I've always loved supporting other people um, that's where the sort of Kent Road Runner reverse running came you know didn't, yeah. it wasn't at my time and actually I've got my slowest marathons doing Kent Road Runner but it's about supporting other people um, yeah yeah yeah, and I think one of the other best miles, I think the only one I really enjoyed, not for speed, but was probably 2013 uh, at London. London Marathon had always been a bogey run for me. Mm-hmm. I had a particularly good run there. Um, I'd always got injured by tripping on water bottles or pulling something or, or just blowing up. Um, and... Uh, it was four years after I got my my marathon PB, and I thought, you know what, it's time to get a new PB, and and I did. So it wasn't two, wasn't three thirteen this time. It was uh, three twelve. So uh, took a minute off, and that last mile coming in, knowing that I got mm. uh, that that in the bag, was just perfection. Uh, so chuffed with with that. It just yeah. Went. So um, so again. You know, couldn't stop grinning that whole last mile. So it's not, you know, best miles aren't always necessary about the time. You know, yeah. they stick in the memory, but also the ones where you get that achievement. And again, 
when you know you've got that PB in the bag and you can chill out in that last mile and smile, take it all in. So, yeah. So, yeah, thanks, Pot Hunt. So that was a, that brought back some really good memories. And they are, with everything that's that's gone on, so all the questions, thank you. You know, it is horrible to give up running, but you know, sites like Fetch, you know, you can still be active. You can still be really still part of it. And again, you know, I'll shout out to the sub 315 marathon thread, which I'm still on, even though I've not done 315 <laughs> since 2013. So yeah, I, I'm on it and I've never done 315. I like that about the Fetch threads, <laughs> that you can be a part of a community, even if you don't qualify by the name of the thread. That's just fantastic. And with my blogs, people that are following my journey, you know, some days, I don't want to vlog and because I'm just down crappy. But at the end of the day, it's it's a support network that is just absolutely and I love it. And you know, for as long as I'm doing exercise, I will be part of it. You know, and even when I can't even walk park runs when park run comes back, because I won't be running it, I'll be will be walking it. I already know that I can beat the 45 minute pacer. So <laughs> ciao. Um you know, so, um, you know, I, I will be doing that, supporting where I can, how I can, any which way I can. So, thank you. Excellent. Thanks yeah, great, great answers to all your questions. Um, thanks very much for everything. Uh, is there anything you'd like to say to the lovely podcast listeners before we uh, sign off? I think just whatever happens, just keep wherever you are, just keep fighting, you know. If you wake up and you're breathing, thank, you know, you know I, I thank God, you may thank somebody else, but it's another day, you know, and as Corey Ten Boom says, don't worry about tomorrow because it uses all your strength up that you need for today. Very, so, and, and very I, good, you know, very good. You know, I think that's one to, you know, tomorrow is another day. So, yeah. you know, you, you, you need to, you need your strength for today, so yeah absolutely well rfj thank you very much um brilliant this is chunky wizard signing off for fetcheveryone.com and back over to you on the fetch podcast bye uh, bye and cut thanks very much guys um i don't know what you said because we're, we're recording the podcast all in all in one hit but i'll be listening to that later um when katie stitched it all together and we're just um, so appreciative of you guys doing this, taking the time out to answer questions and ask questions and send us the recordings. It's much, much appreciated. Yeah, there's like a, a, a grand swell of, of, you know, yeah. ITG kicked it all off. Yeah. And it feels like there's a couple more people yeah. getting into the swing of things. So. And I love these yeah. heritage interviews from people because the interesting thing is, is that the answers to the questions may have changed since the... Yeah. The written written answers were given. Speaking of which, Katie. Yes, Ian. When I look at your profile, yeah, um, you've got some there's a random Q and A section in the profile. Right. Um, and one of your random questions is, "What's the biggest challenge that uh, awaits you?" Something like that. Mm. And your answer is the Bantam swish. Oh. Which so the your answers predate your first attempt at that, so you need to go and update your yeah your question, so you can find a link to that on your profile. Yeah. And I'm looking over my glasses at everybody who's listening to update your Q and A questions. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, the Bantam Swoosh, uh, when I think about that now, mm. it, it feels like, oh, that's a fun thing to go and do. Yeah. <laughs> so it, 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 I've got a very different perspective on that now. I'm not saying that it isn't a challenge and doesn't require training for it, but in comparison to the longer distance in actual reality of doing the, you know, the Coniston swim. Yeah. Um, I can still remember my first 10K, Cardiff 2004, yeah. September. And, and for me, it was probably the, I'd probably done the distance a couple of times, but not very many times at that mm, point. Mm. Um, and just seeing people chatting, going around and I'm thinking, how are you doing that? Yes. How is this possible? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I went past them, I think. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it is amazing how our perspective changes yeah. on, on things, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Cool. Definitely. And my biggest challenge at the moment is the idea of walking a marathon, which still f- fills, fills me with worry that I can actually do it. But, yeah. Um, this time next year, you'll be off to Mordor <laughs> with a whole bunch of jewelry. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. Good. Um, we are finishing with a really lovely featured fetchy piece. Um, not to say that the others were not really lovely, but it's one of those evocative ones with background yeah. noise. Of nature. Yeah. Shall I do a little outro first and then we'll actually finish with this contribution? That's a really good idea, actually. Yeah. Okay. Well, just a big thank you to everybody for listening to the podcast once again. Next week it's our big 100. So, have we got anything special planned, Katie? Um, No. No, no, we haven't. No, it'll just be, it's just a number. Perhaps we will plan something special, though. Perhaps we'll have cake. Should we have cake? Monday morning. I don't think anyone wants to listen to us eating cake. I don't know. Leave us a leave us a comment. Do you want to hear us? I don't eating like cake? it when people eat on podcasts. There was one podcast that Adam Buxton did with a lady, and she ate a chicken salad during, oh. and it was the most unpleasant thing yeah. ever to listen to. What about then a special 100th edition Katie's mystery noise? <laughs> Can you work on that this week? Yeah, I could work on that. I could have. Um, some mystery noises but how's it going to work I'm just going to make them and then people are going to guess afterwards or yeah yeah that's that's exactly how it's going to work that's that's how a mystery thing works isn't it you say here's a mystery thing I was wondering whether we were going to try and put the noises out pre-podcast and get people to do something with them because otherwise it's a bit kind of like here's some noise no I, I think after the podcast goes out that's when people put their um all right then yeah i remember listening to radio wales every morning when my dad was driving me to to school because i didn't live near enough to the school to get there myself um and we would also always listen to roy noble's mystery voice roy noble was uh, a, a great figure in uh Welsh radio at the time mm. and I remember that the prize would always go up by two pounds every day and that's oh. how thrilling it was and every now and again it would like the prize money would mount up and so did the excitement with it do we have a prize for the winner of the mystery noise thing that would be cool <laughs> that would be cool have we got a prize I don't know I'll, I'll see I'll see what I can find I'll have a little rummage around in the, in the fetch cupboard okay Cool. Anyway, so thank you very much for listening, everybody. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do so on uh, the podcast service of your choice. We love getting your contributions. We play all of them and we're very grateful to you for sending them. 
And we are currently out of contributions as of this podcast. As far yeah. as I'm aware, we haven't got any in the podcast file um, once we've used the ones that we're using today. So please, 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 pretty please, send some over for next week. Yeah, we'd love that. So we're, we're just too boring on our own. Like I said, um, the only last time, the only major thing that you can avoid if you can is wind because it tends to sort of totally obliterate the sound. Um, but any other sounds of nature, any yes. other mystery sounds that you want to send us, we could have a whole cornucopia of mystery sounds mm. next week. Next mm. week, that would be amazing. Yes. Um, so grab your smartphone, use the voice recorder, record it, and then email it to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. Um, set, let us know who you are. Don't just like record mystery noises and send them to us. <laughs> um, you know, do a little bit of, uh, surrounding talk um but uh, or anything if you want to tell us about a race memory if you want to tell us about what you do when you get your car serviced um or literally anything um we love to hear from you um so thanks very much and uh do you want to say goodbye katie and then we'll go straight to mandy Mew. goodbye 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 morning fetchies oh, what a gorgeous morning it is as you can hear i'm accompanied on my early morning dog walk by the dawn chorus which makes such a difference to the day and if i can just pick, set the picture for you i'm walking across a very waterlogged muddy field um with trees in the distance and there's mist all rising up from the grass on the field with a nice clear sky starting the day off hopefully in a moment we should see the sunrise but I know we're in some dark and dreary times at the moment, but when you come out and you see this and you listen to this every morning, it really does lift your spirits. It means that we've got the good days coming, the lighter evenings, you know, it's getting lighter and lighter as the days go on and soon we'll be back to the warmer weather. And what with all the, you know, the production and all the production, all the, um, you know, the rollout of the vaccinations and hitting the 10 million mark, things are really beginning to look a little brighter. Hopefully it means we'll have some respite for our wonderful NHS staff soon. And um, yeah, let's just look forward. Bye.